0: Welcome to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast with Sam Lang, John Conley, and Ryan Marston.
1: You need a strategy that is fluid enough to move with the ebbs and the flows that's happening in today's world.
0: For over two decades, Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners have been helping the people of Boston plan for retirement. We want to make sure that you create an income
1: plan that is going to be sustainable for the rest of your life.
0: And now, the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast.
2: Hello again, and welcome to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast with Sam Lang and the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. My name is Randy Cook. I'm here each week with Sam as we talk through that time in your life that you probably have a lot of questions about. You walk away from work, you do this thing called retirement, you've saved your whole life uh now what do i do (laughs) (laughs) that's a good question (laughs) i guess that's why we're here that's exactly right sam how are you
1: doing today i'm doing great how are you my friend
2: i'm good you know the paycheck that you had from that uh, employer just came every two weeks and it was just kind of automatic and then you wonder now it's up to me and i need a little help with this sam and that's why we're here
1: you know i just i guess give myself a little pat on the back right 30 years of experience doing exactly this really comes through i mean i think you know, hard work, being smart, going to the right school, reading the right things, that's great. But, you know, a lot of it is you, you want somebody helping you that's a little bit – has has more sort of wear and tear other than your old socks, you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the last 10 years, you've seen a lot of different things. In the last two decades, 20 the last oh, yeah. years, last 30 years, I mean, things have gone from wonderful to not so good to horrible to fantastic mm-hmm. and all of the above. So I think it's important – just to understand that, you know, as you go into retirement, some of those boxes that you want to check off might be a little bit different because you, yeah. where you are in life is a little different. I you know so. So
2: it comes with so many decisions. I think this is one of the reasons that so many people have so much anxiety about going into retirement or even choosing somebody to help them with retirement because there's so many questions. There's Social Security. There's what do I do with my 401K? If you're getting a pension, when do I trigger that? How do I trigger that? Uh, There's health care. There's Medicare. There's all this stuff. And then there's the whole investment thing. It, mm-hmm. It's like, what do I do with this stock market? I'm not a stock jock, and I never have been. I've just been pushing money in. Now i got to start taking money out. And Sam, if you make some missteps now, it's this is not the
1: time to make mistakes. You know, if you're 30, you're going to make plenty of mistakes in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. But making mistakes or minimizing those mistakes when you're 60, getting closer to that end zone is really important. So... You know, maybe today we can talk about some of the, like, the mistakes that you don't want to make as you go into retirement. It's a great question. I mean, you know, like, how do you position yourself? How do you get there with the added confidence? And I think it's really what sets us apart, because we really deal with only people that are in the retirement planning space. You know, you might be 10 years away. Again, you're thinking a little bit differently, maybe mortgages are paid off, and you want to... You want to just make sure that your nest egg is is doing the right thing, mm-hmm. you know. So, between myself, my two partners, I have two business partners, John Conley, Ryan Marston, investment advisors that do a fantastic job. We sometimes find that people actually are making these investment mistakes. One of them is just really understanding your asset allocation. You know, what are the different asset classes? Is it just in equities? I mean, sometimes we find people that think they're diversified and they're actually not. Like 90% of their money is in, uh, you know, tech stock, Okay, right? So that's that's a dangerous thing. And then, you know, going along with that, you just want to make sure you check your individual holdings. You want to make sure that what you own is in the right asset class, but also is it is it good, is it not good? And one of the things that we can bring to the table as a firm is really just help you determine that. You know, John and Ryan, again, they do a fantastic job when it comes to doing that. And one of the things that they offer is something called a portfolio X-ray, mm-hmm which is really just taking a deeper dive into what you have and just, hey, do you understand what you have? Do you understand that, you know, some of these political uh, events that are happening now and, and, you know, these wars that are going on in Ukraine and Israel and Gaza, you know, has an effect on the actual holding that you might own. So, so when you say asset class, let's kind of tell everybody what that actually
2: means because when you say tech, I think everybody understands that. I'm going to invest in Apple. I'm going to invest in Microsoft. But there's also, you know, utilities and there's different sectors out there, the retail sector, and you kind of have to have a little bit of everything in order to kind of broad your
1: base. That's the whole idea of having a diversified portfolio, mm-hmm. right? You never want to have too much of your money in one industry or one sector, you want to have diversification and all of those things. I was actually just reading uh, a news flash. You know, in our business, we get these new flashes daily how some wealthy family from Boston is actually suing a huge, you know, if I said the name, we would all know it, investment banking company because the guy had dementia. Yeah. And they literally, in three years, lost a $50 million fortune. <sighs> They had to sell their condo because what this family had was huge positions in the oil and gas industry. Okay. And then he margin out his accounts. And, you know, the wife didn't really have her hand on the pulse and didn't really know what was going on until the husband had dementia. And he wasn't, you know, I don't remember what I did, that type of thing. Wow. So, you know, that you never want to get into a situation like that. That's why diversification, working with financial professionals is so important. Got it.
2: So as we talk about today, we're talking about making these certain mistakes and things that you see regularly as people walk through the door. And uh, I I know that you've said, you know, when you say putting too much money into one sector, I know that one of the things that you've told me is somebody comes in with a 401K and they've got all their money in their company stock. That kind of qualifies
1: for the same thing, doesn't it? Think about that. I mean, this this name might ring a bell to some folks, Enron. Yeah. So, you know, you had these guys that were... They were driving the delivery truck, and they had a million-dollar 401K. But Enron made you buy, and they only matched you with Enron stock. So there was so much overweighted positions in a certain area. And in this case, that company, particular company stock. We have some clients that worked for Moderna. Uh-huh. You know, during the COVID days, they loaded up, and they were super happy. Well, take a look what's happened, right? right. So, you know, they, they've lost a lot of the gains that they had in the past. So I think— you know, what it comes down to, one of the things that we talk about is really just consider getting professional advice. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's us or somebody down the street or somebody that you've been working with, make sure you're leaning on them to have those quarterly reviews, to have those, maybe it's semi-annual reviews, but it's important to regularly rebalance your portfolio. You know, make make those reviews. And, you know, if, if you take a look at our calendar, especially John and Ryan's calendar, if we have 30 meetings in a given week, probably 20 of them are with existing clients. Okay. You know, reviewing what's going on. Hey, at the end of the year, you know, we're, this particular sector did really well. So let's rebalance. Let's sell some things, take some trips off the table and rebalance so we have a diversified portfolio going into the next year.
2: So all of this kind of points to you know getting some help. We've talked about some of the mistakes people make as they walk through the door. Uh, they're overweighted in a certain sector. They're overweighted in a certain stock. They're not checking their their retirement accounts on a regular basis. Uh, in order to do that, some of us need a little little poke in the behind a little here, poke. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And and sometimes that's a text from our financial professional saying, "Hey, it's time to sit down." But some of the people, and that's really why we have this show,
1: is they don't have that person in their life. Yeah, they don't have a relationship. They've been sort of gun-shy about, you know, dealing with reality, mm-hmm. right? You know, we're not we're not getting any younger, that's for sure. And retirement sneaks up on you. Yeah, I'm in my mid-50s. You know, I got another 10, 12, maybe even 15 years to go. But I thought of myself as, like, 35, you know, <laughs> just last year. Like, mm-hmm. it, it really sneaks up on you. So— Again, it's important to make sure that you position where you are today. And we talk about this a lot, Randy. You know, the three things that really we hone in on in our practices. One, growth. Two, protection. And three, income. And it really depends on where you are in that retirement journey. So we'll rotate those important pillars. And it might be right now, it might be, hey, you know what? I'm getting closer. I've had a great year. You know, the market's up some uh, double-digit returns. I want to protect what I have, yeah. you know, so I'm going into retirement next year. Uh, my paycheck's going to stop. You know, do I gamble a little bit more or do I just maybe take some chips off the table? So I think having these type of educational venues and maybe you go into workshops and you listen to the show, it's really important to help you make those really critical decisions as you get closer to retirement. So you're getting
2: into one thing that we've talked about in the past, and that is you just said, hey, I'm 60 years old, but I feel like I'm 35. Well, on paper, is your 401k the same way? You're 60 years old, but it looks like you're 35. This brings up that whole topic of how much risk do you have in your portfolio? And this is one of the things that you find regularly when people come in and you do that portfolio analysis.
1: Yeah, well, you know, we have a system, right? We have a process. And it's not simply just, hey, you know what? Take my word for it. This is what you should be doing. We're going to show you where you are today. We're going to show you what you're doing right. Then we're going to also show you, me. hey, listen, you might have some gaps here. You might have some deficiencies that we can show you how to fix and put you in a better position. So when you go into retirement, you have that added confidence. And I, I think the first place to start is just, you know, just just the start, right? To make that effort. To put that energy into making sure that you're gonna be okay. It could be as simple as calling us and scheduling a fifteen minute what we call an introductory call. And, you know, we set up time, you know, people can call our number and you can give that out in a second. But it's really just a 15 minute call with me or one of my partners. It's it's fifteen minutes. Mm -hmm. We're gonna have a discussion. Hey, what are you worried about? Well, you know, this is what's going on. My my daughter moved back into the house and we're spending a little bit more money. We were retired for two years. Where are we gonna get that? extra income from. It could be, Hey, I'm retiring next year, my 401k. I kind of feel like I'm, I'm at a loss. I don't really understand it. You know, maybe you can help me with that. It could be, Hey, I'm retiring. I have a, I have a a lump sum option, or should I take the pension? You know, what is a better choice? But once we have that 15 minute call from there, we can essentially set up another meeting to go over all of your finances in just much greater detail. And then talk in depth about what your goals are, what your investment goals are, what your investment needs are. And sort of once we understand that, we can wrap up that conversation. Take that information and then build a plan, what we call the 365 retirement plan, that's tailored to your goals and what your actual portfolio should look like in order to achieve those goals. And then once we determine that. We give you some information. We give you some recommendations. And many times we get the green light. People are like, hey, you know what? This is exactly what I've been looking for. I've been guessing, but now I can actually see it on paper. Um, Sam, thank you for showing me that I'm not going to run out of money. That's also that's a very comforting analysis to be able to share people with. And then once we implement that 365 retirement plan, we're going to regularly monitor your accounts, your assets, your goals, to basically help ensure that they continue to align with the plan that you set up to do, and we stay within those guardrails. And I I think it's really important that, you know, we understand that life changes, right? Your situation changes. And then if that's the case, we will always adjust the plan as necessary to evolve with your needs. Yeah, when you call, I, I got to be a little fly
2: on the wall the other day, Sam, because I listened into one of the calls. Okay. And, I, and the guy came on and, and he said, hey, I listen to your radio show. I listen to your commercials. I'm very intrigued, but I live in New Hampshire. And do you work with somebody in New Hampshire? Yeah. And you guys are licensed in every state. So everybody in our surrounding area, because, you know, the radio station has a large coverage area. And uh, so he wanted to know that first. And then the conversation just kind of unfolds. What have you done for retirement? You know, yep. he had he and his wife both had 401ks and he talked about, you know, what they say. I know the
1: car you were talking about. Yeah, they worked I, for the same company. Yeah, they met as you know, teenagers. teenagers. like 40 years. They yeah. worked there. Yeah. And they've just been banging away. They have saved a few bucks. Yeah. But they realize when they stop working, which is nearing, you know, mm-hmm. six within six months what are they going to do Yep. you know what are they going to do so they said hey we have some 401ks and, and from that point on that conversation was maybe 10 minutes yeah we, we scheduled a meeting for them to come see us um that's in the next couple of weeks and usually that sort of takes a life of its own right it's either hey there's lots going on here that we can help you fix let me show you how to do that let me show you why you should do that let me show you the analysis and, but, you know, once in a while, people are actually, they've done a good job and they're in good shape. And we give them a pat on the back and send them on their way.
2: Yep. But uh, sitting down and knowing what you have and knowing what some of the new possibilities might be and checking off these boxes that Sam has just talked about here. Are you diversified? Are you overly weighted in one stock or one sector? Uh, are you regularly looking at the risk? Should you be dialing back on the risk? These are really good questions. And some of the questions that you might not have even thought of let's bring that up. Let's talk through that. And maybe there's an opportunity for us to sit down at the table and really work on a retirement plan for you. Give us a look on our website. Give us a call. Here's our website, 365retirement.com. There's a button there that says talk to an advisor and you could start the conversation there. Or you can start the conversation right now by giving us a call 617-440-9365, 617-440-9365. Going through some of the mistakes that we see as people come in the door at Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners and kind of bringing them up and having you maybe avoid some of these mistakes. That's good information to have. We'll continue with that next on the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast.
1: You buy car insurance in case of an accident. You buy home insurance in case of a fire. It might not happen, but you just don't know. This is Sam Lang of Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. And when people ask me where the stock market is going, I can honestly say, I just don't know. But that doesn't mean you can't be prepared. Our 365 Retirement Plan is built for times like this. Call for your complimentary 15-minute strategy call, 617-440-9365 or at 365retirement.com. And welcome back to the 365
2: Retirement Radio Show and Podcast with Sam Lang at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. If you're listening on the radio, thank you very much. And if you got to get out of the car, I get it. And you want to hear the rest of the show? It's there for you, online, podcast, in iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcast. You can find it all right there and listen to the entire show and all our past shows as well. So today we're going through some of the things that Sam and his team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners see as people walk through the door and they put the papers out on the table and immediately we see, you know, you're at too much risk or you have all of your money in one stock or one sector, things like that. But Sam, when it comes to that market I mean, I'm immediately over my head. Uh, you know, I didn't live my entire life as a financial advisor. I'm a radio guy, okay? I put the money in. I thought and-
1: some of it, what we do rubbed off on you, Randy.
2: Well, I am taking notes, copious <laughs> notes, Sam. I'm taking, co- I mean, I'm learning a lot from you. Let okay, me tell you all that. right. But this whole idea of when to get in, when to get out, when to re enter who knows that? And, you know, there really isn't anybody who has that timetable.
1: You know, it's funny. Sometimes you hear people day trading or they call themselves, hey, I'm a market timer really? Yeah. You know, you really think you can do that? Yeah. Um, you know, time in the market is a, is a very tricky thing. You know, it's, just, it's, just, it's, it's kind of hard to do. Yeah. Even the pros get it wrong, right? Investors who try to predict market movements often, you know, they, they find themselves on the losing side. What is it that you say? It's time in the market, not timing the market? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, we had a phone call, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, it was with somebody that was working with somebody, and they they were asking the somebody, "Hey, should I get out? It's the end of the year. I never like December. This, that, and the other." And the guy says, oh, you know, "Listen, I don't I don't want to tell you one way or the other, but it's entirely up to you." So, sure enough, she gets out of the market okay. and misses the last probably the last two weeks, which has been fantastic. And, right, right? You know, she called like, "Did I do the right thing?" I said, "Listen, I'm not going to comment on that. And that's you. You did that out of emotions, mm-hmm. right? And emotional decision making." which is one of the bullet points that when you think about why people try to time the market, is is exactly that. And you know what? Think about all the big decisions you make based on emotions. They generally don't work out that well. Right. Right,
2: right. And we're heading into a year where there's a lot of emotion. It's a political year uh, where, where all this business with the Fed and inflation and are they going to start lowering interest rates, what that's going to do.
1: And and so you, you're you're ripped and torn back and forth. What should I do? What should I do? Yeah, I, I, I watch some. Sometimes I wake up early in the morning because I can't sleep. And, you know, I don't want another watch, another rerun of Friends. So <laughs> I, I go on YouTube and I watch some of the stuff and you know how they track you like if you watch something about shoes next thing you know everything that they they suggest you're watching is about shoes you know so i i watched something i forget what it was it was kind of catchy the title was like 2024 you know how do you how do you prevent yourself from losing half your fortune or some some crap like that okay all right and and i watched that and then all of a sudden next thing you know i i have literally a hundred youtube videos doom and gloom about the world's coming to an end the dollar's (laughs) gonna be worth nothing and (laughs) <laughs> you know, and then you come into the office and you're reading about what some of the other professionals are saying. Mm-hmm. They're thinking 2024 is going to be a banner a year. Right. So who's right? Yeah. And then you have, that's when you shouldn't try to time the market. It just never works. You're always going to be, I don't want to say always, most of the time you're going to end up on the losing side. So take those things out of the equation. And when it comes back to just, you know, just solid common sense, you want a portion of your money growing. And maybe you have a lot of your money growing. Uh-huh. And it's grown this year, right? So now it's time to take some chips off the table. Okay. And what, what does Warren Buffett say best? He says, that's, don't lose money. That's don't rule lose, number one. Yeah. I mean, the tagline we've had for ever and ever, rule number one, just don't lose the money. And rule number two, don't forget rule number one. There it is. You know, it doesn't mean you're always going to go through life not losing money. I mean, if you have money in equities, you're going to lose money from time to time. Uh-huh. But understanding how important protecting your life's work how important that is especially if you're getting close to actually needing it mm-hmm. you know so i think that's critical and part of the decision making and please try not to time the market so i saw a pie chart one time uh very
2: recently and it said this is what portfolio success is based on And 91% of it was where you place your money. As you said at the beginning of the show, asset allocation, where is your money? And then all the way down the list, 1.2% of people's success in the market is due to market timing. 1.2%.
1: I mean, there's so many other things that go into trying to time the market. We talked about emotional decision-making, how that kind of gets in the way, right? So let's say you sold some stuff. Well, you have missed opportunities. Do you actually have a crystal ball? You know, do you know actually know when exactly just to get back in? No, you don't. And if you do, if you do that too many times, you know, there's like transactional costs, and there may be taxes involved. Maybe you sold out a gain, you didn't have enough losses, it didn't wash out, so now you end up having a tax bill. And sometimes you deal with people that you know you you meet for the first time. You don't want to say the wrong thing, but you know they they act like they're a pro and they're not, and you know that. So what really that comes to, in my opinion, is they have – overconfidence bias, you know, they think they can't make a mistake until that (laughs) big mistake. And you can't recover from that big mistake. It just
2: reminds me of playing blackjack in Vegas, you know, Oh yeah. Hit me on 17. Whoa, look, I got a three. (laughs) Take Take it easy. Yeah. Hit me on 17. And then the next time, Oh, there's a 10. I'm done. (laughs) So yeah, you can't be consistent with that.
1: I I mean, you know, you were talking about the blackjack table in in a casino I mean, that's a good visual Mm -hmm. to have because most people, if you're listening right now, you've probably had some experience in a casino at one point in your life. Listen, Las Vegas didn't build all those big buildings <laughs> because people win all the time. You know, people actually lose more than they win, just in case you didn't know that. Yep. But I've been to casinos, and you know what? I've been at a table where you start with a few hundred bucks, and next thing you know, you get $1,000. Mm-hmm. What's the best thing that I could probably do? If my wife tapped me on the shoulder, let's go, honey. Time to go up to the room. Walk away. Walk away. I should say yes more often, you know? Yep. So if you are in your life journey, you started with, you know, not a lot and you have a few million dollars now. I don't want to say walk away, but, you know, take some chips off the table, especially if you're nearing retirement. Protecting what you have is really, really important.
2: You're listening to the 365 Retirement Radio Show with Sam Lang at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners, and today we're going through some of the common mistakes we see as people walk through the door. And sometimes you get a little overconfident because, as we say, if it works for you, you think you can do it again. And a lot of people are finding that they can't. Timing the market, not probably not the way you want to go. Time in the market, but having always in mind protection income, and growth. Those three pillars that we talk about on this show all the time. If you'd like to sit down and talk to Sam and the team and just get an idea of where you are, we'll do that analysis for you. It starts with a conversation that we can start at 617-440-9365. 617-440-9365. Or our website is 365retirement.com. When you go there, click on that button that says, Talk to an Advisor. So Sam when they do click on that button says talk to an advisor they may talk to you they may talk to Ryan they may
1: talk to John uh, what exactly happens at that point You know the 15 minute introductory call is the great way to in terms of nudging yourself right let's let's get this problem solved let's get this done mm-hmm. A lot of times people just kick the can down the road and I'll get to it at some point We all have 15 minutes and that 15 minute call is just really an opportunity For you to ask questions and and we want to learn a little bit more about you, but you know, not the entire situation, but we want to know a little bit about your net worth, you know, what you're worried about, and some of the things that we do if there's a good match. From there, what we do is if we find that there's a good match, we'll set up another meeting to really go over all of your finances in just much greater detail. Right? We want to talk more in depth, learn more about your situation, what your goals are what your investment needs are, um, how much money do you need on a monthly basis to live the lifestyle that you want, what are some of the income sources that you're getting. Maybe you have a pension. Maybe you have Social Security. And let's find out if you have an income gap. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we do some analysis and say, hey, look, you know what? You do actually have an income gap. You need another three or $4,000 a month. Well, where's that going to come from? You've saved all this money. Let's take a portfolio x-ray Let's make sure that money's working to the best that it can with the least amount of risk to support the lifestyle. And how long is that money going to last? You know, so some of those are the details that you'll get by having this complimentary call and getting the complimentary 365 retirement plan that we're going to produce for you, which is really a written retirement plan to show you exactly where you are today and where you're going to be going forward. Uh, many times people end up working with us. and so once you work with us, what you can expect is regular reviews to make sure that you still are staying within the guardrails. Maybe you've had some changes in your life situation, your retirement situation, health situation. Maybe you have to help out one of your kids who's getting divorced. Whatever the case may be, we can now go back and revisit that plan to make sure that the plan can support what your goals are. and And it's going to work well for you. You know, so I think having that plan is going to really bring added confidence in retirement.
2: We're going to take a break. And when we continue, we'll talk more about things to avoid as you go toward retirement mistakes that we see all the time here on the 365 Retirement Radio Show and podcast.
3: Are you worried that a sudden stock market crash will wipe out a substantial amount of your retirement? It doesn't have to be this way. Our 365 retirement plan is designed to help ease your stock market worries and ensure a smooth transition into retirement. Here's why our plan stands out. Diversification. We carefully allocate your investments across a range of asset classes. By spreading risk, we aim to protect your savings from sudden market downturns. Active risk management. We actively monitor and manage your portfolio responding swiftly to market changes, and take proactive measures to safeguard your retirement savings. Guaranteed income. By incorporating certain guaranteed income options, ensuring you can maintain your desired standard of living without fear of what the market is doing. Personalized approach. Every individual's retirement goals and risk tolerance are unique. Our job is to work closely with you to tailor a retirement plan that's aligned with your specific needs, aspirations, and time horizon don't let stock market worries rob you of the retirement you deserve. Call 617-440-9365 and schedule a 15-minute introductory call to tell us about your unique situation. That's 617-440-9365. Or visit our website at 365retirement.com. The 365 Retirement Plan by Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners works every day of the year, so you don't have to.
2: Welcome back to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast with Sam Lang and the team at Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners. If You're listening to the show today and you can't listen to the whole thing, and we've kind of piqued your interest a little bit talking about the mistakes people make as they get toward retirement and some of the things that we have to try to help you with at Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners. You can use our podcast, which is on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. You can hear this show and many past shows as well. And Sam, as people walk through the door and try to get your help, for retirement planning. One of the things that we're going to talk about certainly is investments. We're going to talk about taxes. We're going to talk about Social Security. But then there's some other things that really round out a retirement plan. And that is, you know what, when you're not here anymore, where's your money going to go? Mm. And and this brings up the whole idea of estate planning. And that's an area where a lot of us, again, are shrugging our shoulders going, how do I begin that
1: conversation? You know, nobody wants to talk about death, right? But it's inevitable, and, and you know who I don't know who said it, but there's two things that's always going to happen in life: death and taxes. <laughs> who said that? I don't know. I think uh, Ben but, Franklin. I think, Ben Franklin. Yeah. Okay, but one of the spokes that you want to make sure that is in the right place is to make sure that hey, you know, if you have some family members, it's important to maybe leave them a little bit or even a legacy. It is not to just keep your fingers crossed and hope it's going to get there. It is to make sure that you have a good estate plan, a solid estate plan. I have. I'm married. I have four kids. They're not kids anymore. My four children are in their late twenties and, and mid twenties, and eventually they'll have kids and families of their own. And someday, when Sam and Eileen check out, hopefully that's many, many years from now, where would I want my money to go? You know, I love you, Randy, but it's not gonna go to you. It's gonna go to my kids. Yeah, I've so been working so hard. <laughs> you were hoping I was gonna say something different, aren't you? You were gonna
0: be my uh, rich uncle.
1: Uh. <laughs> but you get my drift. I you do. wanna just make sure that you don't make the mistakes and just automatically think it's gonna happen. And you know, there's so many different mistakes that people can make and we've been talking about investment mistakes, retirement planning mistakes today, how people try to time the market, you really shouldn't. But one of the things that to your point is making sure we don't make estate planning mistakes. Mm-hmm. So I would say the one of the biggest things is is not understand what probate is. You know, probate it's not a dirty word, it's not a four letter word, but probate can be kind of nasty. Yeah. You know, I'm sure we've seen those movies where children fight over, you know, whoa, hold on a second. I thought I was going to get more, you know, that type of thing. So Probate is a, is a real thing, and anytime you want to try to avoid probate, just keep this in mind. There's, you don't always have to go to a lawyer, you know, get a fancy trust to avoid probate, but that's certainly that's one way of doing it. But there are many different ways of avoiding probate. So as an example, let's say you have a bank account, and it's entitled in Randy Cook's name. Mm-hmm. Well, you have two kids, and you love them daily, and you say, you know what, they're going to get the money. I want them to get it just like literally the day after I pass away. Well, one common mistake would be putting them on as joint owners. Okay. And you really—I mean, it's okay to do that, but their problems become your problems. Let's say they get into a car accident, they get sued, and you just happen to put a $250,000 CD in joint names with them. Well, guess what? That could be in jeopardy. Wow. So one thing that people should think about is to make sure that you always have what they call— TOD accounts, transfer on death, or POD accounts, paid on death. It's kind of like putting a beneficiary on your bank accounts, on your brokerage accounts. That would essentially avoid probate, and it's going to go to them immediately. Other things that avoid probate, uh, insurances, you can name beneficiaries, IRAs where you can name beneficiaries, annuities where you can name beneficiaries, anything that has a beneficiary designation will help you avoid probate. But getting back to why you should avoid probate, probate can be costly, can be time-consuming. Uh, maybe you have a house here in Boston, but you also have a you know, winter place in Florida. Now you've got to go through two-state probate. That can be double costly. Mm-hmm. So if you can avoid it, it's always a great idea to avoid probate.
2: So as a dad, one of the things, you know, we're coming up on the holidays here. All I want is peace. OK, just give me some peace here, folks. Nobody look at somebody at the Christmas table and say, what do you mean by that? Then the problems begin. OK, so as a person who is going to send some money down to my kids, I want to make sure that there's not fights. I mean, think about Aretha Franklin. That was just in the news this past week. She died five years ago. And that is just now starting to get unraveled. Some of the houses are going to go to the kids, but the music royalties are still being argued over. And so this causes family strife. Uh, different different aspects of people come out when there's money at stake.
1: I, I think everyone that's listening can agree you want to keep family harmony yeah. as, as best as you can. So spell it out. We don't have clients like Aretha Franklin, but we have plenty of what we refer to as the millionaire next door, mm-hmm. you know, they have a house that paid a few hundred thousand dollars for, now it's worth one and a half million dollars. They have a home up in Maine or down on the Cape that they paid, you know, $400,000 for, but it's across the street from the water. Now it's worth 2 million and they have three kids and they all love it. And they all want to share it. Well, you know, how's that going to go? Mm-hmm. Unless you write, right. Have some sort of rules in place. So generally what we find family, sort of missteps and no more further family harmony comes with trying to leave like a vacation home or uh, maybe an investment property that everybody wants. So you got to really spell those out and that's that's where you should meet with a good estate planning attorney. Uh-huh. They might have some ideas they want, you know, you want to you want to sort of listen to what you're trying to do and then come back with an idea. Not everybody's solution is the same. So I would say that's a that's a great place to start but you know, what we're talking about as today is mistakes that people make. We're talking about maybe three or four of them today. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's probably more than 20 <laughs> mistakes that people make. I can't even count them all. But we don't have enough time on the show. So one of those things, and we talk a whole lot about, you know, what people's goals are. Well, people want to grow their money. People want to live and enjoy retirement and have enough income. And then really the kind of the next step is I want to protect what I have against— you know, nursing home disasters, and I want to leave it to my children. So making sure you have a proper estate plan is very important. You know,
2: Sam, at this time of the year, there's a lot of people that have a, a certain tradition of a movie that they watch at Christmas time. And a lot of people watch It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. I, I happen to like Love Actually. That's the one that my wife and I watch every year. But there's some funny ones, too. There's a Billy Bob Thornton movie called Bad Santa, which is kind of funny. I've seen it. And, and the one thing that you don't want to do in life and in, in leaving this world is be Bad Santa to your kids. Yeah. And what I mean by that is you may send money down to them, but don't send them a big tax bill when you're sending that money down. You got to think about this because you want them to inherit the money without the big bill, and that
1: takes some planning. That's what we call tax inefficiencies. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that you don't pass on an unnecessary tax bill to your children. One of the things that we see is people just assuming they can pass on an IRA. You can, But it works a lot differently today after the Secure Act 2.0 was passed a couple of years ago. You can't stretch an IRA to a non-spouse. So if you're leaving money that's in an IRA to your husband or wife or to your partner, that's one thing. But if you're leaving it to a non-spouse, now this means leaving it to your children, they have to deplete that account within 10 years. Now you might have some very successful children. You might have a doctor, a lawyer, business person that's making a nice income. Well, if you have a large, let's say, a seven-figure IRA, they're going to get killed in taxes. Mm -hmm. So it's important not to make those mistakes. Understand that you have a unique problem that somebody else with a lot less money might not have, which is essentially a big tax bill for your heirs. Talk to an advisor. Talk to a planner. Talk to somebody that's in the know of how to protect that as much as possible. And there's definitely things that you can do during your lifetime to mitigate and minimize taxes that are necessary to your ears. And there's different laws in every single state
2: about how much you can send down before there's a tax bill that's associated with that. And, And I think that you and and just being that financial professional have to be aware of those things and that's another area where we go oh, i have no idea
1: well here's an example those mass estate tax has been a million dollars for a long time now it's two million dollars okay. a lot of times people didn't realize that you might have done planning based on a million well now it's two so you can do additional planning that's going to enhance the overall picture i guess what it comes back down to is just making sure that you understand that's one of those mistakes that you don't want to make, not preparing for, you know, even things like a nursing home or home health care. Mm-hmm. Big expenses. My mother-in-law's in, a, in an assisted living. It's $13,000 a month. $13,000 a month. That's not chump change. Wow. So you want to make sure that you do everything within your power. If you care enough to leave things to your family, that's one of the things that we can help you with by having a written retirement plan. We talk about Growing your money. We talk about growing your money a lot, because <laughs> that's what everybody wants to talk about. We talk about protecting your money. That's not just from the stock market. It could be from unnecessary taxes like go. an estate tax. Mm-hmm. Right? We talk about protecting your money. It's not just about losing because, you know, your index fund went down. It could be talking about, hey, how do I protect my money in the event I go into a nursing home? Mm-hmm. You know, how do I protect that? Never mind your kids, how do I protect it against you know being confiscated for my my wife who's perfectly healthy 10 years younger than me and she's gonna need to need that money to live in the house you know so those are the conversations that we have especially when we have those 15 minute strategy introductory calls people just tell you right up front hey this is why i'm calling this is my concern and that's a great way to start
2: so one of the things that you've also told me sam is that people will come in the door and this Particular topic comes up, what happens to your money if you're not in the picture anymore. And that certainly will go down to your spouse. But then you bring in the kids. And for some people, the main priority of their retirement is to make sure their kids have money. There are other people that walk through the door and say, my kids are fine. I put them through college. They're all doing great. So I want to send my money to charity. So what is involved in that? Is it is it different than creating a legacy for your kids?
1: Um, you know, one of the easiest things that you can do to minimize your tax bill, to minimize documents, to minimize you know all those things that you need to bring to your CPA is to do a direct contribution from your IRA to that charity. There, there's a lot of mischaritable contribution opportunities that people don't take well advantage of. And here's an example. You might be that person that has a you know nice income, you have a decent pension, you don't know, spend a lot of money and you have this you know pretty large IRA. And now you're 73 years old, and you're asking me, hey, you know, I've been told I got to take money out. I don't really need the money. I don't want to pay the taxes on What can I do? Well, maybe you have a charitable intent. So we can set it up with your, say, your Fidelity account, have the money that you have to take out as your required minimum distribution, but rather than you taking it, and then you turn around and donating that money, it goes directly to the charity. Uh-huh. You don't get any forms. You don't get any 1099s. It's a really easy thing to do. So. You know, does that happen a lot? No. But once in a while, people want to be able to find a way to sort of kill two birds with one stone, have money, go to a charity and have, you know, pay less taxes. So that's a missed opportunity that that a lot of times people, I guess, miss.
2: So as we go through this show, Sam, and we're talking about mistakes that people make as they get toward retirement or in retirement, some of the things that you've spotted when people come in for that portfolio x-ray. And I think that one of the things that we don't really count on is sitting down with a meeting with you. And the the thing that comes back is, hey, did you think about this? Have you covered yourself for this? And I think the questions that come up are great because a lot of us go, no, I didn't even think about that.
1: We, we have a lot of meaningful conversations with prospective clients. And, and again, the best way to start is with that 15 minute introductory call. You know, we take 15 minutes, you take 15 minutes, I take 15 minutes, we learn about each other a little bit, about your particular situation, your concerns. And then from that point on, what we do is we set up another meeting to go over in depth, in greater detail of all of your goals, your finances, um, you know, what your needs are. And then we come up with a strategy. That's the 365 retirement plan. And that strategy is only going to cover your concerns. It's not going to matter to your brother or to your neighbor or to your best friend, but we specifically tailor that to your particular situation. And once you know, hey, this is what I have to do to, you know, put myself in the best position possible to enjoy retirement and to protect my money, then you're going to feel just, you know, I got to tell you, a whole lot better. Yeah, a whole lot more confident, I would A whole imagine. lot more confident,
2: for sure. Yeah. And, and I think that one of the things about this show and about the message of this show is— you do need that personalized and customized plan. And you can go online. There's plenty of information out there on how to plan your retirement. But what you're getting is information and ideas for the masses. This is a boilerplate kind of advice. You want something that's going to work specifically for you. And that is what we do in the 365 Retirement Plan. If you'd like to start that conversation, it's pretty simple. You can either give us a call or use our website, 617-440-9365. And it just starts with a 15 minute introductory call. You can use our website as well, 365retirement.com. Click on the button that says talk to an advisor to get the process started. You want to know what the 365 Retirement Plan is? Here you go.
0: Are you worried that a sudden market crash will wipe out a substantial amount of your retirement? The volatility and unpredictability of the stock market and their potential impact on your hard-earned savings can be downright nerve-wracking and leave you feeling uncertain about the future. That's the true cost of market uncertainty, sleepless nights, stress, and a sense of helplessness, jeopardizing the retirement you've worked so hard to achieve. What good is retirement if you spend it worried about whether or not you can enjoy it? It doesn't have to be this way. Our 365 Retirement Plan is designed to help ease your stock market worries and ensure a smooth transition into retirement. Here's why our plan stands out. Diversification. We carefully allocate your investments across a range of asset classes, minimizing the impact of any single stock or market segment. By spreading risk, we aim to protect your savings from sudden market downturns. Active risk management. We actively monitor and manage your portfolio, responding swiftly to market changes and take proactive measures to safeguard your retirement savings while seeking out potential opportunities for growth. Guaranteed income. By incorporating certain guaranteed income options, we help eliminate worries about market fluctuations, ensuring you can maintain your desired standard of living without fear of what the market is doing. Personalized approach. Every individual's retirement goals and risk tolerance are unique. Our job is to work closely with you to tailor a retirement plan that aligns with your specific needs, aspirations, and time horizon. Don't let stock market worries rob you of the retirement you deserve. Embrace the added peace of mind and financial security that our 365 Retirement Plan provides. Call 617-440-9365 and schedule a 15-minute introductory call to tell us about your unique situation. That's 617-440-9365 or visit our website at 365retirement.com. The 365 Retirement Plan by Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners works every day of the year, so you don't have to.
2: And welcome back to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast with Sam Lang at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. Online, you can find us at 365retirement.com. We're glad you found us on the radio. If you want to find our podcast, that's pretty easy as well. iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, you can check it out all right there and just look up the 365 Retirement Radio Show. So Sam, one of the things as we talk through some of the problems or mistakes that people make And, you know, sometimes, as you said earlier in the show, retirement can creep up on you. Sometimes retirement hits you right in the face uh, because you're 62 years old and all of a sudden there's a layoff at work and you're not one of the people. And you weren't expecting
1: that to hit you in the face this soon, you know.
2: And some of the headlines right now in the Boston area are that there are plenty of companies that are laying off right
1: now. State Street Bank just announced 1,500 employees being laid off by the end of the year. So in the next couple of weeks, people are going to get some pink slips. Not a very good way to celebrate the holidays, yeah. but throughout the year, Wayfair, uh, I have a client at Takeda. They laid off a bunch of people. I ended up meeting some of her colleagues, the Rockport companies, the Christmas tree shop went under, uh, hospitals low, general hospital banks, banks in general, you know, they're closing more branches than they're opening them, mm-hmm. you know, probably to a tune of three to one. So there's people that are now facing the inevitable decision to retire but they haven't planned around it. Mm-hmm. And then they go and they scramble and you know today we've been talking about some of the mistakes that we see when we when people come in, you know, they invest incorrectly, mm-hmm. right? They have too much concentration in maybe one sector over another, maybe they're way more risky than they actually know. Maybe they think they need to be conservative when they actually need more money in the future because they didn't save enough. So they actually need to take on more risk, or it could be the complete opposite. They've always been taught, hey, you know, i got to invest in the market, invest in the market, and, and, and you know, i got to live with this volatility. But they haven't done an analysis to basically say, look, you know, you have enough money to live to 150. So you don't need to take on as much risk as you might have imagined. So those are some of the mistakes that we see people are making. But— The other mistake, as you were pointing out, when when you are faced with something unexpected like a layoff and, you know, you're not 38 anymore where you can get back on the saddle pretty quickly and you're like, well, 62, you know, who's going to – maybe I'm not really a candidate in that job search anymore. You know, what do I do now? I think one of the most important things that people should do, one, pause. Don't make any rational decisions that's going to hurt you down the road and you're going to regret. But understand where you are right now, and and you know the question always comes back to, did I save enough money? Mm-hmm. And and it's kind of hard just to say, well, you know, somebody said if you have a million dollars, it's enough. Well, says who? Depends on your particular situation. So you want to be able to sit down with a financial professional, or at least sit down and you know put a spreadsheet together. Hey, this is what I have been making. I make uh, two hundred thousand dollars a year. Well, you just got laid off. That means two hundred went to zero. Yeah. So maybe you have a, a some type of package. That's great. But what are your what are your income sources going forward? You know, are you too young to collect Social Security? Maybe you are. You, you're old enough to start collecting Social Security. But should you start, or should you be using some of your savings? Should you draw down your retirement plans? You know, you got to figure that out, and then match it up with. Hey, this is what my expenses are. You know, I think I can. Get about five or six thousand dollars a month coming in from income, but I spent eight. Yeah. So where where where's the other money? Where's the deficiency going to come and the difference gonna come from? So all those things were able to help you by doing an analysis, providing you with some suggestions and solutions to your particular concern and problems. And that's what we called a written retirement plan. And and that's what we call the three sixty five retirement
2: plan. It's so interesting that you say that, Sam, because you're talking about a person who's kind of in an emergency situation. Let's just say they're 64 years old. They wanted to work another three years, and all of a sudden, bam, they get the pink slip. And they wonder, should I go back to work? Should I do something else? Can I retire? And the first thing they do is they start doing the math. They go to their accounts, and they say, okay, how much have I saved? They say, can that last 25 years? What do I have to do? You know, we tell people all the time, do the math now before that happens and and know what's coming in, know what's going out, know what you need to do the things that you want to do. Why not do the math on your retirement right now?
1: You'd be surprised, Randy, how many people we're talking about mistakes today, how many people actually make the mistake of not doing the math mm-hmm. and they just assume, hey, you know what? Some commercials said if you have two million dollars, you'll be fine. You know, the national average in America says if you have two million dollars, you'll be just perfect. Well, maybe, maybe not, in yeah. particularly in your situation. Who cares what your neighbor's doing? It only matters what your particular situation is, and that's really where you need to sort of get some answers. We're talking about layoffs. You know, maybe you ha- you're forced to leave the workforce, and you have a decision you need to make. Do you take the lump sum, or do you take the pension? You know, some of these employers still have the ability to give you a pension maybe you've been working there for a long time and you're vested so you've been grandfathered in you're going to get the pension but do you take the pension or do you take the lump sum mm-hmm. and it's not really a decision that you should make by you know by your gut you know or your yeah. or, or guess you got to do the analysis to see what's in your best interest and that's again really where having A relationship, having a discussion with a retirement planning professional that has a process in place, in our case, the 365 retirement plan, can really help you see the light at the end of the tunnel. So
2: this whole show has been about some of the mistakes that Sam and the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners see as people walk through the door. We want to avoid mistakes. I mean, something simple like, you know, they gave me this computer at work, and it's a piece of crap, and I <laughs> said to myself, if I ever go out and buy a computer, I am not buying this brand.
1: Well, that's why I just bought your new computer.
2: Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. <laughs> but that's, that's learning from your mistakes. So let's avoid those mistakes. I invite you to, if you haven't heard the whole show, go to our podcast, the 365 Retirement Radio Show and podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast. Listen to the whole show and find out some of the things that people are doing and coming in the door and and they've done this and that probably wasn't what they should do or trying to time the market or whatever it is. Let's avoid those mistakes. Let's sit down and get some really good advice on our retirement. And let's do that today. Give us a call, and we'll start with a phone call, uh, 617-440-9365. And when you call in, I mean, I, I listened in the other day, and one one of the things that, that Sam said was, do you know how much you spend each month? And the guy went, I have no idea. It was crickets. Yep. Dead silence. <laughs> he, he knew how much he and his wife made per year but had no idea how much they were spending per yep. month. That's a really important thing to know, and it's one of the things that we'll drill down with when we sit down and talk through it. You can give us a call, 617-440-9365, or use our website so easy, 365retirement.com. There's a button up at the top that says talk to an advisor. And when you click on that, a calendar open up, and you can pick a date, pick a time, and it'll be convenient for you. And we'll get some of those questions answered. We thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great holiday season, and we'll see you next time here on the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast.
0: Thanks for listening to the 365 Retirement radio show and podcast. For a complimentary meeting and to build your personalized 365 Retirement plan, contact Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners at 617-440-9365 or online at 365retirement.com.